All right, welcome back to episode 7 of Rose 1 through 10. This is our first episode of the new year, new year 2021. Um, so welcome back, Travis. How you doing there? I'm doing good. Watching some playoff football and happy to be back in 2021. And yeah, first weekend here, playoff new, football. Kick off a new race and year, you know, kind of hit that lull for like a month after the snowball derby up until the chili bowl. But yeah, things are about to really start ramping back up here with the chili bowl and then the Rolex 24 and then, uh, the Volusia dirt car nationals. And then obviously into, uh, in the NASCAR season, so it's about to start getting pretty fun. Oh, yeah. One thing that means that when we come back, it's race season. <laughs> Took a few oh, weeks yeah. off there for the holidays. Uh, we had Christmas and New Year's, a little break there. Um, I was able to go see some family again for Christmas, which was nice. Um, what about yourself? Yeah, same. I was able to to to, to uh, go see the family again and go back home for a little bit and, you know, relax. Uh Went to football game, saw Tom Brady play in Atlanta, so that was pretty cool, and just uh, a lot of good stuff the last few weeks. Even though we've had this lull in racing, but uh, yeah, I mean, really, it's only been a couple of weeks off of racing. I mean, we had some racing uh, just, I guess, last weekend uh, over New Year's with the Tulsa Shootout. Um, you had some couple of big names in that. Uh, Christopher Bell was out there, I guess, getting tuned up for the big uh, event next weekend, uh, the Chili Bowl. Um, he, he didn't do so well or didn't, didn't pick up any golden drillers. I should say he didn't do bad. Um, he finished second in one of the main events and fifth or worst in two others. Um, but you had some, some, uh, first time winners out there. Um, you had Mitchell Moles, uh, win in the winged outlaw. That was his first golden driller. Um, you had Mason Kiefer win in the 600 CC modifieds. That was his first win. Um, Lucas Malden picked up a win in the junior sprints for his first golden driller. And Jackson Wiggs picked up a win in the restricted A division. And that's uh, that's obviously some good stuff that's going uh, to lead up to the Chili Bowl. It's a, a little appetizer for race fans and, you know, uh, the racing world's really going to be headed for, for Tulsa, Oklahoma here in the next week and it's going to be a fun week with so many big names down there. Yeah. I mean, but, you kind um, of have the whole month of January there at uh, Tulsa, which is kind of cool. I like, I, I honestly had never heard of the Tulsa shootout until this year. So that was kind of neat to check out and see. I, I, I really haven't figured out what's different about these. Uh, obviously the winged outlaws, those are like midgets with wings on them. But as far as the other cars, I, I couldn't really tell much of a difference. They look just like the the midgets, um, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. So either, if, anybody, uh, if anybody knows that answer, they could uh, tweet it at us. Let, let yeah, us we know. got any any midget fans listening to this? Certainly, uh, correct <clears throat> us and let us know. And you that's also actually, have, go ahead. I was going to say that's actually a good segue. You know, before we go into our our chili bowl preview uh, over our little law, we got some, uh, we got some, uh, s- some new followers and a-, a few extra listens, you know, our numbers are still small, but we're getting up there. And I feel like a few of those might be from uh, our friends, Brad, Charlie shouted us out on the, uh, on black flag podcast when they did their snowball derby recap. Right. And uh, we appreciate that. And one thing I did want to dive into a little bit and address was, uh, 
you know, I don't care personally when uh, I get insulted, but they had a buddy of theirs on there who came on there and uh, had some, uh, I'll say some choice words to say for me. Uh, I was the uh, quote unquote, the turkey in the M&M jacket uh, among a lot of other names. So uh, that's fine. I don't care. I don't care what people say about me. But my uh, larger point for for bringing that up uh, and in what I'm going to dive into here a little bit is almost going to be kind of like a mission statement for what we want to be here with Rose 1 through 10, where so many people uh, exist. And I almost feel like feel the need to to be like a a gatekeeper for like their their favorite motorsport. And, you know, you know, I, I see that kind of stuff. And, you know, I hear this guy and this guy wasn't too fond of me. And a lot of that stemmed from like, you know, I was standing up and cheering and being passionate about good racing. And apparently they don't like it. I guess at late model races, you're not supposed to cheer good racing. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have assholes everywhere. I mean, this guy seems like a jabroni anyways. Um, But, yeah, I mean, as far as that being our mission statement, yeah, that goes, I mean, uh, we kind of have our foot in the door of all these these different forms of motorsport. And we're not the biggest fan of, of... Maybe all all of them or one of them. I'd say maybe NASCAR. We're big, probably biggest into that, just because maybe it's the easiest accessible for us, you know. But uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're trying to get more involved into these local scenes, uh, World Outlaws, late model stuff. Um, I mean, I I go down to the Dominion all the time and up cheering, standing up in my seat. So there's nothing wrong with that. Don't feel like if you uh, excluded, don't don't feel like that's that's how it is. There's just assholes always in the world. Yeah, and, and I totally agree with that, and and that's why I wanted to bring it up in the larger context is, you know, all these, you know, Brad and Charlie, you know, they, they do the Black Flag podcast, and, and their big goal is to grow, you know, the, the world of, of super late model racing and expose it to new people, and so that's a great thing that they're doing, and I just say, and this isn't directed at them at all. It's just more directed at people who are fans of a specific motorsport. You know, don't do things to chase away new fans of your favorite motorsport. Don't the what I'm going to put in the title of this podcast. Don't be a gatekeeper. Nobody likes a gatekeeper. You know, if somebody's new and 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 they kind of look like an outsider at a race, or you know, they talk about your favorite motorsport and they might not know exactly as much as you do don't chase new fans away because i'm the prime example obviously like i have thick skin i don't care but you know if i was somebody who didn't have thick skin and i got this guy like acting like an asshole to me at the race i might say screw it i'm not going to come back and bother with super late model racing anymore if like this is how these people are going to act and like i heard not just this guy but other people at the race like complaining about all nascar fans and complaining about chase elliott fans and kyle bush fans that were at the snowball derby and it's it's the exact kind of stuff like that that stunts the growth of these sports when you act like an asshole to people who are new to the scene so just don't be a gatekeeper and you know introduce yourself to people and help expose people to what you love and and create new fans and like that guy's an asshole like yeah we already know that and he can talk about me all he wants and call me a virgin and M&M jacket and whatever. Like, I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. But 
the larger context, just don't be a gatekeeper for your favorite motorsports because nobody likes that guy and likes that guy. And you just sound like a loser at that point. Yeah, there you have it. Don't be a gatekeeper. Don't be a gatekeeper. That's going to be our new mission statement with Rose. One of our new mission statements for Rose 1 through 10. Don't be a gatekeeper. Nobody likes those guys. And speaking of fans of different motorsports, uh, we got a new motorsports kind of forming up here. It kind of reminds uh, my, reminds me a lot of the old IROC series. Where you're going to have uh, big names and past champions of, of all different motorsports coming together to race and, in a, a, a single car that's built to spec. So uh, the new yeah, SRX series, Superstar Racing Experience. Go ahead. Yeah, the SRX uh, Superstar Racing Experience started by Tony Stewart and Ray Evernham. While we were gone, you know, they came out with some new driver announcements and they came out with a cool uh, six-race schedule. So they'll be racing uh, next summer uh, over a six-week span at Stafford Motor Speedway in Connecticut, Knoxville Raceway in Iowa, Eldora Speedway in Ohio, Lucas Oil Raceway in Indiana, Slinger Speedway in Wisconsin, and then the they'll finish their season at the Nashville Fairgrounds July 17th. Yeah, and um, all great a lot- little tracks, half miles, combination of dirt, asphalt, high banked, low banked. Um, it's, I think, an awesome schedule that they put together. And from what I'm hearing is they're looking to change that up every year. So that should be uh, something to look and keep an eye out for if the SRX series coming to your town. Yeah, that that's going to be awesome. And, and you know, it, it's going to be such a, a cool thing to – I mean, you know, maybe, you know, there's a lot of people who are fans of their local racing scenes and then maybe aren't huge fans of like the national broader scale of racing. And there's so many great drivers, Tony Stewart, Tony Kanaan, Paul Tracy, Bobby Labonte, Helio Castronavis, Willie T. Ribs, Mark Weber, Bill Elliott, Ernie Francis Jr. is the uh, the driver list right now. So you have these drivers from all these different motorsports all corners of the world exactly and and that's going to be so cool you know to to get these big names out to these local short tracks and you know these people you know they get to introduce themselves to some of these drivers who maybe they just don't know that much about and and now they get to see these drivers race and interact with them and you know maybe it leads them you know maybe somebody who meets Tony Kanan at Slinger Speedway is, is like, damn, like, you know, maybe I want to check out IndyCar yeah, see racing. Yeah, see what his past was like. Check out. And, and then they'll, they'll also, they mentioned that they will have kind of like a superstar car that will like rotate drivers based off like the tracks for like guys who won't make it every single week. So, I mean, that's going to be awesome to, you know, where, you know, you got a, to Knoxville and maybe some world outlaws guys will race in that race. And, you know, you go to Slinger Speedway, uh, you know, we'll probably see Ty Majeski and maybe Matt Kenseth race in that race. So, you know, you get to kind of have this, this clash of like these local awesome tracks, local legends, and they race against, you know, these awesome drivers from all corners of the racing world. It's going to be a really fun, really fun series to follow. Oh, yeah. And it's going to add a lot of interest to the summer. And I think should help everybody, not just SRX, you know. But when SRX was first announced, people viewed it as like 
was it supposed to be like a competitor to NASCAR? And like, I don't see it that way at all. Like, I think it's going to benefit everybody. Yeah, I think so as well. I mean, you're going to have, from what I understand, it's going to be all Saturday night races broadcast on CBS, uh, which is a new partner kind of to motorsports. They don't, I haven't, I mean, they've had uh, races on there, but in recent history, they haven't, I guess in the past two years or year or so, I know that the world of outlaws has been broadcast on CBS sports and now they're bringing in the SRX series. So very cool to see all these different motorsports popping up. Yeah, that's it. The SRX is going to be awesome. And, and we, and we can't wait for, for that and them to get out to some of these tracks. So that's going to be really cool. I mean, I'm sure our, uh, uh, Brad and Charlie are excited to, to, you know, go watch this series at Stafford and, you know, people who go to all these different, legendary tracks that they'll be racing at it's it's going to be really cool and it's going to be a a really fun and you know obviously with they have a great tv deal with cbs and that's really going to help them uh you know expose this series and motorsports to maybe a different crowd with how easily accessible these races will be yeah definitely and i love that they're keeping it at the short track local level i think that's a big part that they they keep doing that yeah, I think that's awesome, too. And the fact that, like, you know, it's, it, these cars, you know, it's not going to be all about mechanics and who pours the most money into this. You know, you're you're just taking these race cars and you you get assigned a crew chief the weekend of the race. And, you know, yeah, it's not it, it's not it's it's just all about the racing and not as much about the engineering and aerodynamics that can sometimes, you know, how much money you have that kind of chase people away so i mean i think it's just going to be a fun grassroots form of motorsports it's that that's going to be just amazing for for everybody to watch it's it's going to be really cool yeah definitely i'm excited to check it out next summer for sure and um uh, you know no good transition here but uh other than srx uh the big uh, thing we wanted to, to talk about on this podcast was the chili bowl next week that's why we're recording this and, yep and the racing world is getting ready to ascend on tulsa oklahoma and we we know the fans are excited there's so many the the list i like i've put together a list of all you know the nascar and world of outlaws big names are and it's just like such a, a long list i'm gonna rattle off this list real quick uh i'll start with past champions we got Sammy Swindell, the five-time champion, returning. He'll be racing. Uh, Christopher Bell, the three-time champion, he'll be there. Rico Abreu, a two-time champion, he'll be there. And Damian Gardner, the 2008 champion, he'll be there. And then our defending champion, Kyle Larson, of the Chili Bowl Nationals, will be there. And then just some of the this amazing list of names, Ryan Newman, uh, Justin Allgaier, David Gravel, Brad Sweet, J.J. Yelly, Parker Price Miller, Chase Briscoe, Chase Elliott, Santino Ferrucci, Tanner Berryhill, Garrett Smithley, Ricky Stenhouse, uh, Darren Pittman, Carson Macedo, Brett Moffitt, Casey Kane, uh, Dylan Welch, Aaron Reitzel, Jesse Love, Ryan Ellis. Just oh, yeah. an absolute stacked field of, of competitors coming from all over the place to race. And it's going to be a really fun week in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, I feel like this event just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year, kind of like a snowball derby. Um, so 
And this is another event we keep talking about motor, different motorsports coming together. This is another one. You see a bunch of different names coming across different motorsports, you know? Um, so it's really cool to see these guys in, in a car that, that you're not used to seeing them driving. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you got six nights of racing starting with Monday night, uh, five nights of qualifiers, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then Saturday starts the main event. Um, and here I got the list here of, of the qualifying nights. I can run through, rattle off some names on each night if you want. Um, starting on Monday, I see here David Gravel, uh, Chase Briscoe, Zach Dom, uh, Tyler Courtney, Alex Sewell, Tim McCready, uh, Carson Macedo. Uh, you still you still there? Yeah, I'm here. My my connection was tripping out there for a second, but oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just reading off some list here of uh each night. So that was Monday. Um Tuesday night you got the defending champ in there, Kyle Larson, um, Carson Quapple, which is Travis Quapple's little boy. Um let's see here. Corey Eliason is on Tuesday. Um, Chad Turner. Dylan Welch. And that's all I see for Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, you got J.J. Yaley, Brad Sweet, Parker Price Miller, Santino Ferrucci, Chase Elliott. Um, that's all I see there. Geo Celci, there he is. Rico Abreu. So stacks, stacks fields is pretty much every night of the week. Um, and, and for anybody listening, like these will, you know, heat races and qualifiers to get to the big show Saturday. You know, it's going on all week. So all those names I mentioned on the first big list, all those guys aren't going to make it to Saturday. But yeah. And I, I know the coverage is split between Flow Racing and Mav TV. I'm not sure exactly how. I want to say is Friday on Mav TV. Are you? Do you know? I know. I know Saturday is same, Mav TV. Yeah, that's what I know. If it's the same as every year, I know Mav TV always has the big show. Yeah, Mav TV will definitely have the feature. So, um, but throughout the yeah, it looks like just uh, Saturday is the is on Mav TV. So. Monday through Friday, you can catch all the action on Flow Racing. Um, that's a subscription-based, but $150 for the year, and you get the Ollie's All-Star Circuit, uh, countless films, movies, and stuff on there. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good deal. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, those will be uh, definitely, like, great platforms. I mean, I know MAV-TV comes on some cable satellite packages. I'm not off, off the top of my head, I can't say I I don't know like who all does and doesn't have Mav TV, but um you know whatever way people are gonna watch this race, you know there's gonna be people following this all week and you know keeping up and it's just gonna be a fun awesome week of racing and it's kind of like the unofficial kickoff of of racing season in a way even though it never really stopped to start with. I guess this new year of racing always gets ushered in with the Chili Bowl Nationals. Yeah, and no it's doubt. just an amazing week. And as you mentioned, an event that just keeps getting bigger and bigger. You know, um, and and 
you know, we know the last few years of this event for it's been Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson. It's been the Bell and Larson show every single year. Yeah, battling out one, two for the win. And, you know, Christopher Bell had his uh, run of three in a row that was ended by Kyle Larson last year. And, you know, as you said, uh, Christopher Bell didn't have the greatest week uh, in the Tulsa shootout. But, uh, but you know, we'd be hard-pressed to very surprised if he's not a player in this thing in the Chili Bowl next week. Yeah, he's going but, for the big driller. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if we, we get another year of, of, of those guys battling it out here because those two have just it, – it's been amazing for, you know, four straight years to see it's, it's those two battling it out every single year. And, you know, uh, Rico Abreu is always up there with him. He had his two, uh, two chili bowls in a row. He'll be here again this weekend. So he'll definitely be a, a, a part of, uh, you know, a part of things again this weekend. And um, obviously we know just, just so many great drivers and big names that are going to be a part of this thing. And I'm, that will be a factor at some point throughout the week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, anything can happen, and it's it's a pretty tough race to still qualify for, um, especially for these guys that aren't used to racing the midget. Um, so you could see some big names going home from this event, at least big names in in the sense of the motorsport that they're known for. Yeah, a- absolutely. And um, you know, not everybody's you know it's it it's an accomplishment in and of itself to just get into this show. Uh, at the Chili Bowl because, I mean, it's a whole week of racing just to make it to Saturday, and then Saturday you still need to qualify in. So, you know, it's a it's it's a win. And if you get in that big show of, what, 24 people, you know, 24 cars out of hundreds, like, you know, it's, it, it's a huge accomplishment. And, you know, that's a, a lot of these teams, you know, there's teams that go here to win, but I'm sure there's plenty of these teams that, if they go and they make the show, they're happy. Like they'll be elated. Yeah, and and you know, obviously, different teams have different priorities. But for the large majority of these teams, they're going and they just they they want to be a part of the show. Yep. So it should be a really good show to watch. Uh, that starts again Monday. So just what two days from now, one day from now. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, We'll have this up, and I mean, you'll probably listen to this after Monday if you listen to it. So yes, yeah, so go check I mean, out the Chili Bowl. You know, we're not gonna uh, obviously break down every single night, but you got any picks, any sleepers for for the weekend? Um, I'll, I, I'd like to see pick, Chase Elliott do well. I think yeah, that, it'll, it'll be interesting because you know we know Chase Elliott just jumped in a midget for the first time what a month ago yeah and and here he is in the biggest midget race in the country and you know what a what a statement it would be for for chase elliott and the nascar champion who we know he went and raced at the snowball derby he's gonna race the chili bowl he's gonna race the rolex 24 so you know chase elliott's you know becoming one of those guys and you know we remember that whole controversy a couple years ago when Kyle Larson said he's the last racer the last true racer yeah and 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 that whole deal and you know Chase Elliott's kind of staking his claim as you know 
one of those guys that you can now say, like, he'll race anything, anywhere. You know, we're seeing him race a super late model, a midget, a sports car. You know, he's jumping in so many different race cars and not taking his offseason in NASCAR and celebrating his championship and getting drunk every night. You know, <laughs> he just wants to find a race car to jump in. And I think that's awesome to have the, the NASCAR Cup Series champion the most popular driver, you know, going out of his way to expose himself to these different crowds and jump in these different race cars. I think it's so cool. Yeah. And, and it's such a great thing for NASCAR and for, for Chase. And it'll be really fun to see how he does race, racing against some of his competitors this week too. Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, you know, guys who have raced midgets for a long time. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how, uh, how he stacks up against all those guys. Yeah, it'd also be interesting to see how this little break is going to affect uh, Kyle Larson's momentum mojo. Because there, we all know last summer and fall, he was just racing and winning everything on dirt. Oh, yeah. And, so. um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously we know he's back into the Cup Series this year, and he'd like to start his, his year out with a bang, and, you know, he, the, right now they're trying to – they're really trying hard to find sponsors for that five car. You know, it looks like they're going to start the year without any sponsorship. So, you know, if he can usher in the year with a bang and go out and win his second straight Chili Bowl, that could be huge exposure for him as far as attracting sponsors on the NASCAR side. So, I mean, if you're looking for NASCAR storylines to follow, if you're a NASCAR fan, that's one in and of itself right there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, um, you know, uh, you know, other guys, you know, we know Sammy Swindell, the legend, the five-time champion, he'll be back. He'll be a factor. Um, I mean, we know Rico Abreu, he'll, he'll every year, you know, he's kind of right there with Larson and Bell, you know, can he break back through and win his third chili bowl? And then we know all our great world outlaw guys, the back-to-back world outlaw champion, Brad Sweet will be here this week. Can Brad Sweet make a statement and uh, continue his hot streak? Um, you know, always, you know, great to see Ryan Newman here racing. That's so cool. You know, Ryan Newman, a badass, and everybody's happy to see him. Casey Kane back in it. Always great to see Casey behind the wheel. Casey's a wheel man, and it, it'd be awesome to see him have a great week. Just a lot of, of fun stories to follow. And then as far as a pick to win it, uh, I got a sleeper who really made an impact last year, and I think he's going to break through. And if you call it an upset, you can call it that. But I'm going to go ahead and pick him to win the whole thing this week. It's, it's Cannon McIntosh. There you go. You know, he's a y- young kid who absolutely, you know, wheeled it out last year and, and – you know, went toe to toe with Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell and had an amazing week. And, and, and I think he might be fixing a breakthrough and have the biggest win of his career this week and win the, win the Chili Bowl. And that's what I'm going to go with. There you have it. Yeah. So, I think that's um, all I have for this episode. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, as far as the Chili Bowl goes, that's all I have to go. And yeah, uh, any other news and notes? I mean, um, I see the. Uh, I guess since I last spoke, the World of Outlaws have officially announced uh, Bristol dates for both the late models and sprint cars. 
So that's yep. uh, both in April, I believe. One's, one's in the beginning, the late models in the beginning of April, and then sprint cars later in the month. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any. Uh, I guess you could say some NASCAR news. That possibly, I don't know if it's official or not. There were some rumors flying around about uh, Johnny Sauter running the 500. Um, you also got Noah Gregson running the 500 and the 62. Oh, we got Anthony Alfredo uh, full yeah. time in the. 38 car for front row motors yeah that was just recent this week definitely a surprise to see the quick uh rise through the ranks of anthony alfredo but we'll see what kind of impression he can make this year in the 38 car you know that that's not a a a bad ride you know it's not a a race winning ride per se but that is that's a a car that you can get in and, and definitely make an impact and we saw michael mcdowell have a great season in that 34 car last year so i mean we saw John Hunter Niemanchek allegedly gave up that ride willingly. So uh, and he had some good runs in it as well. Yeah, and he had some good runs in that ride. And Michael McDowell had a great season there. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if, if Anthony Alfredo, you know, he's a guy that may, a lot of people might not know that much about yet. You know, he kind of just started in the Xfinity series last year, but one he'll have a start. chance to. Daytona yeah, last and year. He'll have, I didn't even know he had that. But, yeah, he uh, subbed for Austin Dillon. When Austin had COVID at the road course, that that was Kaz Grala. Oh, good call. Yep, <laughs> all good. But um, but nah. I mean, I was about to say that's news to me. So yeah, Anthony but, Alfredo um, has no cup starts. Yeah, but um, but nah. I mean, that it, you get in that car. I mean, that's that's like I say, it's not a bad ride, and that's a chance to really make a name for yourself if if you can put together some good runs there. So it'll be fun to follow that and. David Reagan also running the Daytona 500 for that team. So looks like we might have an entry list of about 48 cars for the Daytona 500. That's is like the last estimate I saw. Which most that's we've had great. in quite a few years. Yeah, I don't know when the, the last time. I mean, really we, interesting. Yeah, the duels will be fun again. You know, it'll, uh, you know, we're going to have guys going home again, and that's going to be really fun to see. And, um, you know, just good to see that those kinds of, uh, Entry showing up to Daytona again. Like you say, we know Noah Gregson showing up for, for Beard Motorsports. Yeah, quite a few runoffs, uh, one-offs have been announced. And, you know, there's still a couple full-time seats to be filled. Uh, we still don't know a driver for the 77 Spire Motorsports car. I think that's the biggest unanswered question left. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if uh, I think Ty Dillon has to be the uh, – you know, the, the, the name that makes the most sense for that car. Cause we still haven't heard anything from what Ty will be doing this year, yeah. but, but still waiting to see who fills that car. And yeah, like I say, I probably predict it'll be Ty Dillon, but we'll have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see, but that's probably the last huge remaining missing puzzle piece from silly season, I guess. Yeah. I would have to say, I think so as well, but, um, yeah. So that's about that. And, any other thing, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? I think that's it. All right. Well, it'll be our shortest episode yet, but uh, glad to be back. And, you know, it's going to be a, a a fun run, and we really want to start building rows 1 through 10 into something special. And, you know, it's a new year, and, you know, we're going to uh, really get after it this year and, and, and try to uh, try to build an audience and, you know, keep people entertained and uh we love doing this and 
it's gonna be fun. Yeah, we were able to get our feet wet um last year, the beginning of the year, last couple of months of racing season. Um so that was nice. Get our foot in the door and uh now we're gonna really try to bust this door down and, and go for it. So stay Hell stay yeah. tuned. Let's do it. Uh tune into the Twitter, go follow us at Rose One through Ten. Uh obviously you're listening to this on Spotify, I'm assuming. Um, but we also have an Instagram, same handle at Rose One Through Ten. Go give that a follow, and just stay tuned for 2020 race season. We got some big things coming. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And uh, like I say, don't be a gatekeeper. That's the message for this episode. I'll leave everybody with. There it is. All right. See you. All right. See you, everybody. Later.